a production of WordSouth, a content marketing company. Story Connect, the podcast, helping communicators discover ideas to shape their stories and connect with their customers. How can you educate your customers about ways to better use your service? And what do they want to know? That's what we'll be talking about on this episode of Story Connect the Podcast. My name is Andy Johns. I'll be your host, and I'm joined today by Virginia Smith, marketing representative at West Carolina Tell. Thank you for joining me. Thanks for having me. So we are recording this one. This is our last episode that we'll be recording live. I guess this is episode number 90 uh, that we are recording. Uh, we have our live studio audience here at the Story Connect conference, and I hope that some of the, uh, some of the energy from the conference is coming through to the folks uh, who are listening, uh, whatever you're doing as you listen to this podcast. So what we're going to be talking about today is the, uh, the education classes that you guys are doing, and, and it was fun. I've, I've gotten to sit in on one before a couple years ago, and, uh, but I just love what you guys are doing. So tell us a little bit about um, you know, the, where the idea came from to do these education classes, and uh, then we'll get into how, you know, how you've done it. But where did the idea come from? So there, it was an idea we had for a little while. Um, we had kind of been bouncing it around for about a month before we... Um, before we actually came up with a solid plan on how we were going to do it. So we kind of were trying to figure out, we have three different offices. We wanted to know whether we needed to do it at one office or if we needed to do it all three or, you know, it eventually we were like, okay, we're just going to try it and see if it works and then go from there. So we had bounced it around for a long period of time and we were like, well, we might as well just try it. And then, um, if it doesn't work, then we'll try a different plan. But, um, it was something so that um, we have most of our customers have our internet platform, but we do have a small subset of customers who um, only have the lowest internet package. And so we wanted to show them what they can do with a higher internet speed. Um, and so we wanted to show classes and say, hey, this is something else you can do with your internet. This is something you can do with computers and technology that would be helpful for you and um, for the future. So what do these classes look like? Uh, you, you, have, you guys have three branch offices, mm-hmm. and so the classes move to each one. What do the classes look like? So we started out having classes on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday at each office, or one at consecutive offices. And so um, the first class we ever had was on Facebook, and it, we had four people show up. And it okay. ended up being a one-on-one with each person that was there. Okay. Um, it wasn't very well structured. And then by the third class, we had 25 people. Wow. So it was a little bit chaotic trying to do it one-on-one. So we sat down after that class. And the next month, we structured it. We had an agenda. We had something to hand out to everyone. And we had um, someone in front of the class actually telling them what to do, showing their smartphone. Um, We came to a little bit of a problem that most of the people that joined were um, senior citizens, so we were showing them the smartphone, and it it really wasn't a big enough screen, so they couldn't see what was going on, so we ended up having to walk around the whole room and be like, well, here, this is here, and this is here, and so we got a mirroring app, and we mirrored the smartphone screen to a TV screen, which was very helpful, Um, and we found that uh, the the participants really could learn better by watching us do everything from our smartphone, and then we would sit there for a couple minutes and let them do it on their own before we went to the next step. 
Okay. So it sounds like uh, Facebook was one topic, um, so like smart home or uh, smartphone basics has been another. Yes. What are some of the topics you guys have covered? We've done um, internet basics. Um, that one was a little more complicated because we went over Internet Explorer, Chrome, and Firefox. Okay. Um, we thought it would be a simple class, but it ended up being more confusing to the participants because they were like, well, which one's the best one? And we were trying to show them the benefits of each um, you know, browser. And right. we should have just chosen one from the beginning and said, you know, stick with this one. Um, we have also done Word Basics. Um, that one was fun, you know, showing them how to change fonts and font color. Um, they had a lot of questions that we weren't expecting, okay. like how to put clip art into a post and how to copy images off the computer. A lot of them wanted to do recipes and put a picture of the recipe into the Word okay. document. Okay. Yeah. And so um, we also did one on um, like social media platforms, Twitter, um, Instagram, LinkedIn and Snapchat, and they were all very interested in Snapchat because all of their grandchildren had Snapchat, okay. and they wanted those photos to come to them. So that was an interesting one as well. Sure. So if I remember right from the class that I sat in, it was one of the Facebook ones, mm -hmm. and the number one thing that all of the folks in the class wanted to learn to do on Facebook was stalk their pastor to find yes. out what the pastor was doing. Yes. So what are, some of the, what are some of the things that they have wanted to know uh, once you get into these classes? What are some of the big questions that come up over and over again? So the funnest part about these classes is not teaching, but it's about the questions they ask. Because there's always something that we're not expecting. And sure. Something that we're like, okay, well, let me check Google real quick because I have no idea how to do that. Um, one thing that all of them did on Word is when they do like an autocorrect on Word, there's like a drop down and you can click stop doing this. And every one of them did it. And they're like, I don't know how to undo that. So that was one thing that we had to, you know, figure out how to undo their, the thing that they had done. Right. Which was something that I was like, I, I didn't know no one who has ever done that before. So um, that was interesting. Definitely. And then on Facebook, um, they all wanted to know, like, if they posted something, could the whole world see it? And how could they keep their post from being seen by the entire world? We had someone in the class who deleted all but two Facebook friends because she said that she didn't want to see them on her newsfeed because she wasn't really friends with them. Okay. And so we were like... Kind well, of an you, empty news feed with yeah, only two people in it. Yeah. It, it was weird. Bizarre. <laughs> so um, she, she ended up... Um, we showed her how to unfollow people. So okay. she was, she, but she didn't want them to see what she was posting on their newsfeed either. Okay. So we were like, well, maybe Facebook isn't the best platform <laughs> I think that's for a good idea. you. Yeah. <laughs> good advice. Good advice. So, uh, so the response, um, have you noticed any patterns? I mean, most of these are during the day, 8 to 5, or do you any evenings or locations? Have there been anything that, as you've done it, you've said, that gets us a bigger attendance or mm -hmm. that doesn't? Yes, yeah, so they started out being from 2.30 to 5. Um, and then the 5 o'clock ending time, people were staying till like 5.30. They would stay for a very long period of time. People would come and bring their computer and say, I have a problem with my computer. Can you fix it? after the class. Okay. So we ended up doing it from 2.30 to 4 o'clock. So then that gave us an extra hour after the class to do whatever extra they had questions or help them with their um, devices. 
Um, but one thing, we have one office that's in a retirement community, and they had the most attendees to the classes. And we'd have 25 to 35. One, one week we had wow. 40 people show up. That's great. And it just, it was way too big for our office. Sure. We had a screen and we had a bunch of windows, you know, because it, it's beautiful with the light coming in. But you could not see the screen. Um, there was a huge glare. So unless you were sitting right in front of it, they, they couldn't see. So we ended up talking to the retirement community um, there's a little uh, building down there, and asking if we could hold our classes there. So we moved our class to the retirement community center, um, and we had a much bigger attendance. And they had they already had TVs in the um, center, and we had we were able to mirror our devices to the TVs, um, and it worked wonderfully. Okay. And that was probably the best thing. We should have started off doing that there. But um, we hadn't planned for it, so it, it was great. Sure. Um, I have three questions left. Mm-hmm. If there's anybody else in the audience, my number is back here on the screen. If there's anything, any questions you guys would like to send over here for Virginia, please do. Um, so just one, uh, one question about kind of the nuts and bolts of it, but in terms of materials, they have to bring their own devices in, right? You guys aren't providing yeah. computers mm-hmm. for them. We asked them to bring either a laptop a tablet or a smartphone. We did not ever have a class where no one had anything or someone had nothing. Okay. Um, so everyone always brought something in. Um, we did see a few devices that we weren't familiar with. Uh, the Kindle Fire was a little bit more difficult than the other devices. Um, and then someone would bring in some tablets sometimes that we weren't super familiar with. Um, so that was a good learning experience for us too. I would say at every one of these classes, I've learned something. I've never left a class not learning anything new. So the teacher learned something yes, new. Yes, yeah. Great. Mm-hmm. Uh, question in from the audience here. What kind of impact from brand awareness or sales have you seen after the classes? Has there been anything you could point to? Uh, yeah, um, I would say that they definitely understand the need for Internet speed a little bit more. You know, understanding that the reason you're pages are loading slowly isn't because our internet isn't working. It's because your internet speed is not at the level it needs to be at in order to support all of the devices you have connected. And, you know, when they have their grandchildren over, they're like, why are my grandchildren saying that my internet's bad? You know, so we, that was able, we were able to answer those questions for them that they might never have asked. Excellent. That's a great opportunity to, to do that. So uh, my last question is it's one that I asked Nathan in the previous uh, episode here, but if there's somebody in the audience today or, some, or somebody listening who would like to start something like this, uh, what is some advice that you would give them, some lessons that you guys have learned? Yeah, I would definitely say just try it. I wouldn't overthink it. Um, I would probably definitely write an agenda for it. Um, but like I write a little tutorial for it and I just put very basic stuff on it. And so if you know how to do it on Facebook, then you can teach it. I mean, it's very simple stuff. Um, and a lot of times it's just going with the flow. It's not, I mean, you can, you can put all that stuff on there, but they're going to have questions. They're going to need to know stuff and you're going to be teaching or be like, wait a second, I forgot that they need to know how to sign up for Facebook or they need to know how to add an app on their iPhone to add Facebook to the iPhone. So um, it's, it's little things that um, come up, but it's very simple. Um, it's not something that's difficult, not something to be intimidated by. Definitely. And don't be afraid if you only have four at your, your first class. Yes, Keep going. Yes. Uh, one more question uh, slides in here right at the end. Um, but how many teachers per class 
Uh, and who, who in the company, what positions were those teachers? Right. So um, I was one of the teachers. Um, we had Carrie Hall, who's our um, mark manager of customer service. She was one of the teachers. And then we would have some of our ASRs would help with the classes, some of our CSRs. Um, and they loved it. We never had a problem with getting people to help with the classes. Okay. We actually had some people, we'd be like, okay, we have too many people helping with this class. Wow. So um, it I mean, we, we've never had a problem with it. So generally four or five teachers? In- we probably had about three to four per class. We didn't like to have too, too many because then we'd have less people in the call center, you know. But um, we found that having four people in the bigger class was perfect because um, you'd have one person per, like, row of people sitting there, and they could walk up and down the row and answer questions during the program. Excellent. Well, I think it's a great way to reach out there. And like Definitely. you said, a lot of, you know, there's education going on beyond just the topic oh, when yeah. you get into the internet, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Well, thank you for joining me. I uh, appreciate that. appreciate you being willing to do this and uh, doing double duty with your uh, three minute presentation yesterday. Um, I hope you guys have enjoyed uh, these live episodes. It was something that we tried to uh, be a little bit different, uh, but thank you, Virginia, for joining me. She is Virginia Smith, marketing representative at West Carolina Tell. I am Andy Johns. I'm your host. And until we talk again, keep telling your story. You've been listening to Store Connect, the podcast, a production of Word South, a content marketing company.